0: Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Rhett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Law. Welcome to Episode 17, Round 2 Wrap-Up and the Conference Finals Preview Show. 17. And 18 will be coming this Friday, so let's get right into it. Let's start with the Colorado-St. Louis Game 6. What an interesting uh, series this has been. Colorado just came out flying a... uh, in St. Louis, dominating shots 20 to 8. And uh, thir- Colorado had thir- uh, outshot St. Louis 13 to 7 in the first and the second. So that's kind of interesting that it's the same exact shots. And then in the in the third period, it was 13 to 6. So St. Louis needed one more shot to get that. Uh, all three the same, but I wonder if that's ever happened. That's just that's kind of neat how how numbers play out like that.
1: Yeah, that is that's definitely interesting.
0: And and and, and to be one sided like that, um, which is surprising. Being the Blues at home, I you know I thought they'd put up a lot more fight. Um, yeah, they
1: just they didn't show up. They didn't show up for the the you know the probably the biggest game that they were going to play all season, and they didn't show up for it.
0: And the the Blues did manage to get a goal with one minute left in the period, but then um, they also scored on their second shot of the second period. But Colorado is five and zero on the road, and they managed to to overcome that that bad start with a three to two win.
1: And yeah, I I definitely called that the wrong direction. I I thought for sure, I thought for sure st louis is going to come back i thought they were the playoff caliber team i thought they were ready to go and they fought their way back and they just they just didn't have it that last little bit yeah
0: and I, I i was surprised you know I, I i like i said i thought Colorado was going to win the series but i thought it would be seven instead of six but so colorado moves on to the western covers final um Another man, another game five, uh, Edmonton and Calgary. This was kind of a surprise. Um,
1: I, I just, I'm surprised that uh, Calgary didn't fight back. Um, well, I shouldn't say that they didn't fight back, but that they allowed it to get to the point that it that it got to. And I know you have McDavid and Drysital, but you know Evander Kane. That that kid is playing some of the greatest hockey ever in his career. And he's just continued to pour on, you know, the score sheet throughout. So I think that's going to be one of those lines you're going to have to keep watching. And, um, you know, but I, I do have to say something, and I want your opinion on this, D-Law. So people are saying that the NHL is rigging games for McDavid. How do oh, you feel about that? Well, I haven't heard
0: that, but after the way Game 5 played out, yeah, definitely. Um, I I don't think I think that's a goal. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to steal your thunder, but yeah. No, no, I, I, I mean, Calgary won Game Five. Um, it was uh, it uh, I I, I I'm drawing a blank on who it was. Now. um, Coleman, Coleman from Blake Coleman, the former Tampa Bay Lightning. He was going harder than that. He was in a stopping motion, and the puck hits off his skate and goes in the net, but apparently it was a kicking motion. But there now, was no kicking motion. I, I did not... He, he I did not. his
1: foot to change the direction of the puck. Uh,
0: well, I don't even know if he did that because um, he... Uh, well,
1: he said he did it, so... Oh.
0: You because know, um, it looked like uh, he was just stopping. Um, but uh, you, you Even if he did change his foot to direct it in, it still counts because it's, it's not a kicking motion. Um, but apparently, uh, according to the NHL rules, uh, plays that involve a puck entering the net as a, as a direct result of a distinct kicking motion shall be ruled no goal. A distinct kicking motion for purposes of video review is one where the video makes clear that an attacking player has deliberately propelled the puck with a kick of his foot or a skate and the puck subsequently enters the net. A goal cannot be scored on a play where an attacking player propels the puck with a skate into the net even by means of a subsequent deflection off of another player using a distinct kicking motion.
1: See, there was no distinct uh, now, kicking motion. I They looked at this oh,
0: for a very long time and I don't know where they got the
1: kicking motion from because it, it, it was, there, there was just no kicking motion. There wasn't. There wasn't. And no, then and I think, I think they got robbed.
0: So that that would have gave Calgary a four to three lead. Uh or or would that have tied the game? No, no, no. I think that would've that, that that would that, that would've gave them the lead. Um and then Edmonton obviously would have had to try to tie the game, but um the as it did that happen in overtime? Actually, no, it was tied four four. It was tied four to four because Bouchard tied it in the second period, and this goal was in the third period. That, um, so it would have given them it would have given them a five to four lead. Instead it tied It kept the game tied at four and then guess who's won it in overtime? The rig? <laughs> the big rig oh wait a minute <laughs> that's no, somebody that's, a big rig. <laughs> that's somebody else um yeah i i i, I don't know i just i, I don't know it, it, but i you know calgary hasn't really said much about that other than coleman saying he changed his angle um
1: yeah what do you say I,
0: but it, it also looked like earlier in that game Hyman stuck his leg out on Anderson. Now I don't know I don't know if that was right if that was you know I don't maybe he didn't. I don't know. I just looked like he did stick his leg out on him, but I didn't um, see I didn't see.
1: uh I didn't
0: see. Ra- Ra- is it Rasmus Anderson of the Flames?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: But, yes, but uh, my biggest thing on this game five was, you know, Calgary, you know, that would have, that would have, that would have tied the series. No, that would have, that was game five, so that would have gave them an opportunity to go to game six. Correct. It it would have, it would have been three to two in the series instead of a four to one uh, victory, and. You know, obviously, we both got that one wrong because we both um, – well, you, you said Calgary going six, which it should have been going to six, and I said seven. So um, so we both got that one wrong as well.
1: Yeah, I hope um, nobody out there listens to this show. Yeah. Or yeah. wants advice. Uh, or I guess we're just
0: – I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's – I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I got for the Amity Calgary uh, series yeah
1: there's a, um, a poor call cost calgary another game um you know the way Edmonton's been playing i don't think it would have mattered but it would have been another fun game to watch
0: yeah and that would have been you know Friday uh fr- uh f- well would have been friday or Saturday night but anyway uh moving on to the carolina Rangers series we got three games in the series, uh, last time we, uh, since Friday, actually, um, uh, game five, actually, game five was Friday, um, I believe, uh, actually, you no, know, game five was, we, game five was Thursday, oh, that's right, we did a, we did the last show on Wednesday night, um, so, so, yeah, that's why, uh, we got to do game five. Um, it was a 3-1 gutsy performance by the Hurricanes, surprisingly enough. I mean, they were at home. Um, uh, Trocek got a shorthanded goal. That's his, That was his first point of the series. And it was a, the first, first-period goal for Carolina in the series. And... Uh, I think that was the only only first period of goal. The, the fishing it keeps keeps getting you know it's, it's just another another weak penalty call. Um, this time, Ian Cole was a recipient. Uh, he got called for cross check. Well, that's what oh, called Yeah, and then uh, Zibanejad got the power play goal. Uh, well, he he continues to to uh, to get on his hot streak.
1: See, and this is just you know, I wanna point out the inconsistencies here. So now if you watch any game in a series, you see those little jabs to the back with the stick. You're playing the puck in the in the corner, and you know, as you're trying to clear it out, you're getting you're getting pushed around with that stick. You know, you're getting little cross checks. Now there's been some games in this series where they're calling those. And then there's other games where it's gotta be a blatant cross check. And then they, you know, then they call it. The inconsistencies have, have caused so many different tiffs and, you know, little scuffs, scuffles after the, the whistle. But, you know, at the end of the day, they just need to find some consistency in, in their play call or in their officiating because if you're not calling it if you're calling something in game one and not calling it in game seven or vice versa, it throws both teams off. Like if you actually look at at game five, there was only one cross-checking penalty that entire game, just one. But you know that more had occurred, but they just didn't call them.
0: Yeah, especially the way this, you know, the series was a little physical as far as the, uh, I don't know, say, the, the, the shenanigans after the whistles. Um, although some of the other games, the later games, didn't have quite as many. Um, but, you know, and then you know, Lafredier took the net off, off the moorings. But, I mean, I don't know. Do you, you should have had a call. I mean, he took the net off. I don't, he kind of... Ran into it, but he still took the net off. And then, of course, Carolina put the puck in the net after that. I mean, it wasn't going in. He, I mean, the shot wasn't on when he, you know before he took it off. But it's still, you, you can't take the net off at any time during the play. And 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 uh, in game five, eleven to five shots in the first period for Carolina, so and, it's and it was that they one
1: struggle with. I feel like. Is,
0: and it was tied at one after the first, so I mean yeah, one, one goal on five shots I mean, the Rantus, the Rantis you know, he, he struggled.
1: He did. He did. But yeah, I don't I don't think that it was a lack of Carolina not putting pressure on Shisterkin. I think the entire series Shisterkin just played out of his mind. He played phenomenal hockey. He won a lot of games in this series for the Rangers.
0: But there was a lot that he wasn't even tested to. Um, they, you know, in the second period of Game 5, Carolina continued to shoot them 10-5. to five. Um, And then in the third, again, 13-7 for Carolina, uh, the total shots were 34-17. to 17. Um,
1: Like, let's just, I'm going to go to really quick, Game 6. Carolina had 39 shots to... Um, the Rangers 25. You know, and it was this almost identical stats for game seven. And it, again, it's not because they're not putting pucks on the net. Shusterkin is just playing great hockey right now. Yeah, and in game five, I don't know how the
0: Lions didn't miss this. I mean, it was so obvious. Uh, there was an offside, and Rangers scored on it, but Carolina had to take a challenge for them to to see that it was outside. So, I mean, uh, why why did it even come to that? Well, I mean, these these linesmen should be right in position, you know, right on the blue line, you know, as mo- as most of the time they are, and and they they should have caught that because it wasn't that close. I mean, it was it was an obvious outside call, not like the one where it was up in the air and the Western Conference uh, um, uh, series, I think that was a Colorado one, or, or maybe it was a Calgary series, but, you know, I just I don't know if the linesmen were out of position, but the, I mean, I do have to say the linesmen have done a really good job of being in position, same. and they you know, for the most part, they were they've been right on the blue line, you know, making those calls, and But, you know, I guess one of the
1: hardest positions, because you got to think about it. The game moves so fast and there's so many. Well, now there's a there's a barrier. So now he can lift his leg and as long as it's behind the blue line, then that's okay. But everything happens so fast. There's so much to watch. And I think that's a tough job being a linesman.
0: And Carolina finally scored on the power play in game five, something they haven't done all series. And that's another reason why, you know, the series did not go the way they wanted. Um, it, it was Tara Biden who scored the power play goal. And, you know, watching their power play, they just didn't shoot the puck. You know, I, I don't know if they're looking for the, for, for the fancy play or what. But, you know, that. One thing
1: you, gotta, one thing you do have to give your, you know, kind of tip your hat at, is the Rangers did very well at blocking shots.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll they, get into that in Game like 7. They, but um, They
1: just blocked a ton of shots. So, yeah, it was a little bit, um, you know, it was – you had to find the, the nook and cranny to send it through or else it was just going to get blocked.
0: But a lot of times you just, you know, a guy, you know sh- – Go for the shot, or you know, kind of maybe like a fake shot to get them to go down and then kind of drag it around and, and get your shot off. Or,
1: I agree, it's just because certain, cause you know they're going
0: to block, but
1: yeah, I agree. At certain parts of the game, you just have to put pucks on net and just hope for a deflection. You know, funny things can happen. You get somebody sliding across the, the ice and it just directs the puck a different direction, <laughs> you know, then you got yourself a game. And then if you're not shooting pucks, you're not scoring goals.
0: And then on the other side, that's what the Rangers did, and they, and they did get goals like that. Um, but, you know, in, in, in talking about the power play, uh, the, you know, Carolina 5 going the power play, Carolina had more shorthand goals this series than power play. and Well, as of Game 5, they had two shorthand goals and one power play goal. <laughs> Svechnikov, he, he ended up scoring his first goal of the series, and that's something, you know, somebody like Svechnikov's um, you know, talent and caliber. He 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 had to have been You know, this is game five, and he gets the first goal the series. <laughs> and, and they they needed him to be. You know, like a like a Zibanejad or a Crider But you know, game you six.
1: You got to think though, D. Low. You got to think that um, Gallant just had. He figured out Carolina. Carolina started the series hot, and. The Rangers just took it over, yeah. so they figured him out. They figured out their their schemes. They figured out their lines. They figured out what players are doing. They must have done an, a ton of homework on those teams and, and or those players because they had them figured out. Like you said, Sveshnikov only ha- had his first goal. Yeah they they've got they've got their number.
0: Yeah, and I mean. <sighs> Ranta just wasn't, I mean, he's a backup goalie. I I don't know when they expect Anderson back, but, you know, he, game six, he gave up a couple soft goals in the first Uh, Carolina still outshot up 15 to 12. It was a little bit closer, Um, but then the Rangers came back in the second or um, no, no, um, no, 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 no. no. The Rangers have outscored Carolina seven to one in the first period as of game six. And that doesn't count uh, Game Seven, um, which they ultimately had uh, two goals in the uh, first period for that. So that so that would mean nine to one in the first period in the series. Um, You know, the the, the first period you don't lose games necessarily or, or win games in the first period. But it sets a tone, and and, and to, to be outscored nine to one in the first period, you know that means that usually means obviously you're playing from behind, right. behind, and you're playing from behind, and you don't you know in the playoffs you do I mean, Florida found that out. There they had the most comebacks in, in the regular season, and and even in the playoffs. Um, but you know, in the playoffs, you can't fall behind. In, in a game. is a
1: whole different animal.
0: Um, but Ranta got pulled in the second period in this game six after after he gave up the third goal. Which, I mean, I, I you know three goals you know I I could understand, but you know he those two soft goals I me mean, he probably probably should have done it to the second.
1: Um, even though you know I, you know Go. bring it in the
0: the but third string. Yeah,
1: you got you got to think though. I mean it's. But, you know, mode.
0: yeah, and but, you know, and also, you know, they, they probably don't want to pull them too early because, you know, they they would be down to their third string uh, goaltender, uh, Peter Kachekov. Um, and, you know, he, he showed that he just wasn't ready because, I mean, at, Carolina did respond after they pulled Ranta um, with a Shea goal, but then the Rangers came right back. Um, yes, you know, so, and oh, in this game, another, uh, another, uh, another questionable call about arrests. The uh, so they gave Slave a four minute high sticking. I think it should have been two. Uh, I think, it, I think the only reason was because I, I don't remember who he high stick, but I think it was, uh, I think he got, he had blood. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, but i mean it didn't look like it was that bad of a, i mean it was a high stick yes it's definitely a penalty but i don't i, I think four minutes are a little bit too severe for, for that incident and then uh you know game 6 <laughs> more post game shenanigans from the rangers as reeves goes after smith i have no idea why um i guess he didn't like the way he looked or something
1: <laughs> yeah that's just that's been you know, kind of the agenda for Gallant. He's been doing that after every game uh, in Carolina. And maybe, you know, maybe it's enough to get under their skin and make them think. So with the
0: the Rangers game six win, yeah, that was obviously in New York. And, you know, every team, every, every team in the series, every home team in the series is one. Um, so that sets up a game seven. And for the first time uh, in this series, the road team won. Well, the Canes started out, and you know, all being Memorial Day. They, you know, they had a nice tribute, you know, moment silent, And then right towards the end, some stupid Rangers fan decides to yell during it. Um, I just, you know, I just had to, had to mention that, you know, just no respect. I mean, it's Memorial Day, for God's sake. You don't, you know, you... You don't yell during a moment of silence. No,
1: no, not typically.
0: Especially on Memorial Day, right. we give them the mo- uh, a moment of silence for for uh,
1: those you who know, made the
0: ultimate the, sacrifice. sacrifice and and, and cool. to help. And this kid, uh, it sounded like a kid, you know, not not a kid kid, but like you know, probably somebody in their twenties. Anyway, I don't know. Not, no, I just what did he heard. say? He said, "Let's go, Rangers." It's like, come on. I mean, it, do it maybe after the moment of silence, not during
1: it. Yeah.
0: But, it, you know, going into this game, the the Canes penalty killing on the run was abysmal, 68% and at home 90%. But that's going to drop because the Carol- the Rangers keep flying out on you know, this game with two power play goals.
1: Yeah, they played very well. And, you know, it's just one of those things where as soon as the, the- – hurricanes got down by a goal and then they gave up that second goal they just gave up you know they just they they i don't say they stopped trying but the mistakes became more fluent and yeah and ranta just just played really sloppy and ranta
0: just doesn't he didn't look you know i i think i thought he would respond after the game six but
1: He's I just think not he their was shaking. He's not there. I guy. mean,
0: yeah, he's a backup. Um I would like to think it'd be a lot different story if they had Anderson. But, you know, who knows because, you know, he Anderson couldn't do it in Toronto, so you know, I mean, obviously he did get uh Carolina I think he didn't he play in the first round, I believe. Um maybe he didn't play in the first round at all. Um but in any case, uh you know, Truba had another i thought it was kind of a cheap high stick i mean you know um he did get called for it but i don't know i I just you know maybe just his reputation but you know he he hit he hit the guy with a high stick he he did get called for it but you know the power the carolina power play just didn't look they look lost like I said, like we said uh the last last week show.
1: Yeah, I kinda of feel bad for the Canes. I really wanted them to pull this off for the fans. I think it would have been great for the NHL. Um you know, it just it's it stinks yeah. in so many ways because they don't have a goaltender right now that can get Bunch in the there. They are. But they want you know, but they're hoping that Ranch is that guy and he's just not. So I mean, it's it's sad that you know they they obviously didn't move on, but it's also sad that now they have their answer in Ranta. Yeah, it's, and it's well, him. And
0: the questions him are him, you know he he left the he left the game in the second period with four twenty three remaining. Um, I'm speculating they, they didn't say what it was, but I'm speculating it's a groin or leg. Um, he has had, had he has had uh, the, those uh, injuries in the past and the way he did it um he it was a weird looking push across he pushed across and there wasn't a shot otherwise it probably would have been in that but the way he pushed across is like legs i mean i don't even think i do that it was just awkward looking and the stretch you know he he was kind of like up in the air and i don't know just it was like a weird push across usually you don't was like legs running air. You usually, don't push across with your little legs like that, and you could see he was immediately in pain, he just you know flopped right onto his stomach, um, and then that, um, and then right off the bat after when they put in uh, their third string, Peter uh, Kachekov. Um, they scored on their second shot on them on an odd man rush. That was, and that was actually the second odd man rush since they pulled, put him in, you know, as a Carolina player, how does that happen? You you're down to your third string quarter quarterback, third, third string goalie. And, um, and you give up two odd man rushes right after he comes in. It, they just know men their mental breakdowns, just like when they had the, uh, the, the delay or the, the too many players um, after Truba, I don't know. They, they were calling it a clean hit, but it looked kind of high. And it, and the one guy even said he hit him in the head after the initial contact. It was clean. Um, sorry, but if he hits his head at any time, that's as far as I'm concerned, that's cheap. And it should be called.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's illegal. I think the initial point of contact has to be the head.
0: Yeah, well, I don't care. I mean I don't care if if it's following through. It should still that that's one thing they need to change if they want to get rid of his head head hit because players will you know, they'll say, Oh, well, I didn't hit him in the head but you know, you're falling through with your head you can raise your elbow and or your you know, your arm. And hit him and the head. Yeah, but
1: they have to be. They have to have some kind of leeway, because you have guys of all different sizes. I mean, you know, different heights. So if you but, take a guy who's like six six, and you line him up against like a Brad Marchand, then yeah, he's probably gonna take more headshots naturally because the guy who's six six is just that much bigger.
0: Yeah, and then uh, after that hit, Jarvis did go to the locker room. I think he did end up coming back late in the third period, though. But yeah, they just you know they got down by three goals, and they just they didn't look like they had. I mean, they did they did score a couple late goals, but you know by that time it was all over. Uh, the second period, uh, the first period shots, Carolina, um, you know, sixteen to eleven. Um. You know, but the Rangers had those two power play goals. Um, and and something interesting, Car- uh, Rangers have, you know, when they get out shot, they win the games. Um, and then, the, you know, second period, Carolina continued to get, uh, you know, 12 to 9 uh, shots, but they weren't really quality shots. I mean, they weren't, like, real up close. Right in the, I mean, the Rangers didn't allow them in the house, and, you know, so a lot of them were out. Out uh, from the outside, and the ones that did go through just were, you know, it's just circus gobbled them right up. Um, you know, the Rangers ended up with 22 block shots in his game. Yeah, just, just not much more to discuss in this one. Other in Carolina, you know, yeah, 0, Carolina just didn't 0 for all for four in the power play again, and yeah, that's you know that teams did show up just just like um, that. Just
1: kind of fell apart for him. Over the yeah, last I mean, couple of games, not just today, but over the last couple of games, it's just kind of imploded.
0: Uh, you know, Carolina did end up getting a power play goal, but then the Rangers responded 40 seconds later with another goal. Um, this one, you know, Kachekov just didn't look, you know, I, you know, he's sitting the bench for mostly of a game, uh, or you know, at least half the game, and uh, I mean, he did come in. In game six, but he just doesn't look ready, NHL ready. Um, he just doesn't look like, you know, he's, you know, he he's, a, I know, I know he's a third string. I know he's a third string. I know he's a third string, a third string. A third string and, um, but he just, you know, it, it'll be a good experience for him, but, you know, he just didn't look, he doesn't look ready. Uh, no, maybe maybe may, maybe they'll get more. Maybe they'll give them more time next year, oh, but yeah. it, they just
1: naturally progress into more playing time. I mean that's just kind of the life cycle of a goaltender.
0: And you know, Carolina's gonna have some <laughs> goaltending issues uh, coming in the off season. Um, to, you know, uh, uh, Anderson, Anderson, you know, and he coming off an injury, and then now Ranta with an injury. You know, I, I just don't think Ranta is. A starter.
1: No, he's I mean, a very good, solid career backup.
0: Kind of, kind of reminds me of Peter Mrazek, who, who is a former Kane. Um,
1: he's not. He's a free agent. But you
0: know, I, you know, we talked about how great the fans when Carolina were, you know, really loud. They, they started the game loud. But most of them left with 13 minutes remaining. Yes, I know it was a blowout. Who wants to see that? But. This is the last game of the season if you if you're a fan, I know it's hard to watch and but stay to the end and you know salute them for a hard season you know they had 110 points so they had a great season you know oh, no su- you just, just continue it. to support them I mean I just I, I don't you know I, I'm a fan where I'll stay to the very end, even if my team's losing. And, well, like I did in, in uh, Game 3 when I was in, in Nashville, I stayed to the very end. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't like these fans that leave early. Oh, the traffic, the parking. Well, I don't care. You know, you sit there you hang out even more or whatever. You you support your team or don't go. That that that's my rant on it. Yep, I agree. I guess we can just head right into the previews before we head to the, a little bit of NHL news. Um, that leaves us uh Easter Conference matchup. Uh the Rangers and Tampa Bay. Um this is gonna be an interesting series. The Rangers will have home wise advantage, but you know, and now with Tampa Bay had a, a good week off. They're you know, they're resting up. Um, the only question is, will they be rusty for game one? But I, I, I think they'll be all right. I, I think, you know, I, I don't, you know, being, being a two-time defending champions, I think this, this, this week off, uh, will really benefit them getting healthy. So I'm going to say Tampa Bay in six.
1: You're going Tampa in six, huh? Yeah. I like Tampa too. Um, They've, been, they've piled it on pretty strong here at the end. I'm going to also go Tampa in six.
0: Oh, it's just following my lead.
1: Yeah, I, it's hard not to with that one.
0: So, yeah, this is, you know, this is an interesting, I mean, it's has been playing really good, but I didn't think he really got tested. Now, if the Raiders can keep blocking them shots, but Tampa Bay blocked shots too. Plus, you know, they have the best goaltender in the world in Vasilevsky. So, I mean, right there, you know, I don't, you know.
1: And not only is it just, ju- ju-
0: just, just in the goaltending department, Tim has got the edge. And, I mean, this is going to be an intriguing series because they both block shots. So, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's going to have to be a really, it's probably going to be a power play goal or, or something or an odd man rush. Uh, You know, because unless, you know, the, one of these two teams can figure out how to get the puck through. Yeah, exactly. Then we got uh, the NHL's favorite teams in the Western Conference Final, what they wanted, uh, Colorado and Edmonton. This is going to be a wild series. Um, you know, McCarr, he's really, you know, that's going to be a huge key. Probably the best defenseman uh, right now. Was such a smooth skater, and then he got you know uh, ranting in, and uh, you know all, you know all them uh, McKinnon, Then you got McDavid and and Settle and and Evander Kane. Um, but I think Colorado, you know, being they got home ice uh obviously, and uh, I, I think Colorado will do it again in six.
1: You're going Colorado. I'm gonna go Edmonton in seven.
0: Wow, well, they do want they do want McDavid, and they do want and they do want a, a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final, which hasn't happened since uh, I believe it was Montreal was the last one, uh, Canadian team in the finals. Uh, I have to I'll have to look look that up uh, for our Friday show. Um, but uh, the playoff schedule coming for round three starts tomorrow when when this is published. It'll be Tuesday, so it'll be tonight, uh, Tuesday night, uh, the 31st. In Colorado, it's going to be on TNT at 8 p.m. So, at least it's not uh, 9 p.m. like, you know, usually, you know, it'll be 6 p.m. in Colorado time, but they, they can deal with it. So, um, Looks like the Western Conference. it uh, Looks like TNT will have the Western Conference and ESPN will have the Eastern Conference uh, Wednesday. Uh, so it's a quick turnaround for the Rangers. So you know and that might benefit them. You know they're fresh, but
1: they're uh,
0: it. you know games
1: sit around and get lazy.
0: Uh, you know Game Seven really wasn't all that physical um, compared to some of the series, some of the games. So. That's another plus for the Rangers. So that's uh, you know Tampa Bay, and they might actually be well, well. They didn't know where it was going to be, so they're probably going to be jumping on a plane. Maybe not tonight. Tomorrow morning, who knows? I don't know. Maybe they could beat the Rangers into New York tonight. <laughs> um, but that's uh, 8 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, of course, that's at ESPN, and then uh, Thursday we'll have Game Two of Colorado uh, 8 p.m. on TNT. And then Friday, we'll have, uh, the Rangers game two, uh, you know, Tampa Bay and the Rangers at 7 p.m. on ESPN. So, we will have, you know, we'll have the first three games, obviously, you know, obviously, uh, uh, the Friday game will probably still be going on when we're doing the game, um, depending on what time we start. Um, but uh, so, so looks like Friday we'll have th- uh, game one and game two of the Western Conference final and game one of the East. So I'm looking forward to the to the Conference Finals. And it shall lose. Evander uh, Kane is a new daddy. Um, I believe that happened in game f- five, wasn't it? Uh, yep, uh, I think it was. daddy don't know if he scored in that game, though, which is surprising because usually uh, usually when a, a player becomes, you know, a daddy, a new daddy or a daddy for the second time or whatever, they usually end up scoring right at the next game. So that's, so that's kind of interesting. And we touched on the Penguins uh, last show as far as uh, not giving – they're undercutting Crosby. So it does sound like uh, they're trying to get rid of him because the Penguins have just a little over twenty-three million in cap space,
1: just a little bit.
0: So I mean, <laughs> they could they could afford to, to give seven eight million dollars, you know, of that cap space to uh, Melkin, and and this is, you know. <laughs> This is just for this for right now for the season. So you know if they give a big contract, it's you know it would only be whatever the annual average value is worth. So let's say they give him a, a deal worth eight million a year. I, I'm not sure what he was making you know before when this, this last contract expired. Uh, well, I wasn't sure exactly what he was making average annual but I don't think it was $8 million. Um maybe it was, but it, it, maybe even give him 9. I mean, you got 23 million and, you know, and they've already got, you know, Crosby and Gensel locked up. So, you know, I, I just it sounds like they don't want him and and that's kind of weird because if they do if they don't sign him, that's really going to put a hurt and a really really maim really piss off uh, uh, Letang and Crosby because it, it, they you know they want they want to stay with him. so stay tuned stay tuned on any developments for that spez is retiring and he's gonna join the Lee's front office an interesting side note for the Edmonton and Colorado I did touch on uh, Josh uh, last show as far as Josh Mansion Josh Manson and um, you know, I, I mentioned his father. You know, Josh Man. You know, Dave Manson was more of a goon type player, and Josh Manson's a sniper, and he didn't manage a goal in that one game. And I, I did mention uh, his father, um, but Dave Manson is an Edmonton assistant, so they're kind of facing each other, sort of, sort of speak. Um, right, uh, J- Josh Manson with with Colorado, and Dave Manson is assistant with Edmonton, so interesting side note, um, and this that a
1: fun little it could make Thanksgiving a little awkward.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I'll probably forget all about that by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it'll be, be a whole new series season. Uh, Any so, did you uh you, you want to go back to the Spezza thing, or you want me to just move on?
1: No, you can just move on. Um, and uh, said he never got his his. Stanley Cup and yeah, well, you know, was,
0: the way he the way he uh, uh, stuck his nose up at the Predators, he doesn't deserve it. He really, you know, the Predators were actually looking to sign him uh, when he was a free agent a few uh, oh god, this was before the 2017, and he turned his nose up at him, saying with. I don't remember where, where it was at the time. Uh, I don't <laughs> um, think it
1: was Toronto yet. I th-
0: was it? No, it was before that, wherever he was. Uh, Dallas, was it? Well, yeah, it was Dallas, I believe. I think he, he, he played in Dallas, I believe, right? Um, but, yeah, I think that's where he went. I don't remember. Um, but, you know, so I just, you know, it doesn't really bother me that he doesn't. I mean, I the, he, was there, he was drafted by Ottawa. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I I don't feel sorry for him at all after that. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of players that didn't get a cup and deserve it more than he does. <clears throat> um, but uh, we got some interesting notes, uh, new uh, developments for coaching. Now I hear Trotz is a candidate for Vegas as well as Paul Maurice. Now. I don't know if Trotz will go
1: to Vegas. Maybe he will, but I guess it depends on. See, it what, i like mean, he's getting a sweetheart deal in Winnipeg, though. Yeah,
0: but Vegas might need you know with with the shakeup that's what, you know what the kind of season they've had and the general manager's under fire and now you know the coach obviously got canned. Um, I don't know. You know they might want well, they might they they might decide to change it up and if not give them a GM spot as assistant GM. You know I I, I don't know it's gonna be interesting.
1: I think Winnipeg's gonna set him up with that sweetheart deal.
0: But um, going to coach
1: and then become front office
0: guy. Yeah, so I I don't know. I think Vegas is just trying to try to make some name maybe make, just get them in the news maybe I I don't know I, you know so. And then uh, your boy uh, Valteri Philpila wins the triple crown. Yeah. he's the first to win the Olympic gold, Stanley Cup, and the World Junior gold. Now he was he was a player in the juniors, right? Or was he a coach? Because if it's the
1: World Juniors, he'd be too old, right? Yeah, I don't think it was the uh, yeah. him playing recently.
0: Yeah. Um. But th- that was a junior, right? It was a world junior. I know it was. I know the worlds was going so somewhere, right? But
1: no, I thought it was actually the this one right here, the the most recent one.
0: Yeah, it just happened like yesterday, or I think it was yesterday. Yeah, um, he played. He played in that. And then uh, looks like uh, Christopher Tadev. Of the Flames played through the playoffs with a torn labrum and a separated shoulder. Now that takes guts because that got to be know. painful. That's that a separated shoulder. I mean, I played a game uh, like that. I,
1: well, I have a torn I labrum had, as well. I had a
0: dislocated shoulder and it was painful. And well, until they put it back in place, but yeah, it hurts um, like hell. But I mean, if you're playing through that, I mean that, that I mean, obviously it's not like playing with a broke rib, uh, like you know who was who was that? I forgot how much we mentioned uh, last week or the week after uh, <clears throat> or the week before. I mean,
1: Wait, um, did we did we forget something?
0: No, we didn't forget something. I'm about ready to get into that right now. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought.
0: I just, uh, uh, I know, uh, I, I know you don't have a a, no um, rant room in this episode for for this episode. That'll be coming on Friday, so you know it'll be our normal show on Friday. But I just want a little nice little special uh, duster this week, um, being be the end of the run for some team, but let's uh let's get right into my duster. He loves duster. So my duster for this week is um, Brendan Smith. For the Carolina Hurricanes He is 33 years old So he's getting towards the end of his career He was a 2007 first round pick Which was you know 27th overall By Detroit So they had high hopes for him he, In his career he's got 571 games 33 goals And 85 assists 3 power play goals And 11 power play points Now, mind you, this is a defenseman, not a forward, a defenseman. In the regular season, he's had 45 games, he had four goals, four assists, a plus six, with one game winning goal. In his career playoffs, he's got 55 games, three goals, 11 assists, he's a plus eight. Now, this season, he played 13 games in the playoffs. Well, 14 now. 149 minutes and 20 seconds. He averaged 11 minutes per game. He had one goal, three assists. Uh, zero, and he was an even and with 12 penalty minutes. Uh, one shorthanded goal on one shot, which was a game-winning goal. And he's got 15 shots. In the series with the Rangers, game one, one assist. His time on ice was 12 minutes and 13 seconds. Plus one, and he had two penalty minutes. Game two, one goal, which was a shorthand goal, which I mentioned. Ice time was 13 minutes and 35 seconds. So, I was starting to get up there. So the coaches started to trust him, I think. He was a plus one in four penalty minutes. He had 21 shifts. So, that that's a pretty decent amount. This is, don't, remember, this is a defenseman. Defensemen usually get a lot of minutes. The over 20 minutes usually sometimes over near 30. game three one assist plus one it's going down 11-14. 17 shifts again his shifts are going down game four two penalty miss 11-22. 15 shifts game five eight minutes and 12 seconds going wait out and he's not injured 12 shifts Game six, minus one. Two penalty minutes. It's going down even more. Seven minutes and 45 seconds. 13 shifts. And then in game seven, tonight, one, or Monday night, one giveaway, 17 shifts, 10 minutes and 41 seconds, but most of that was in garbage time right at the end of the game because he only had like six minutes of playing time with like uh I think there was like 8 minutes left in the game I know he's 33 years old He's a defenseman He used to play for the Rangers at one time Just before the Carolina The coach obviously isn't trusting him Now this, he's He had high hopes You know He was a first round draft pick in 2007 He played 13 games and So he's averaging He averaged 11 minutes Obviously that's going to change Because of the last couple of games Or at least game 7 <laughs> But why is he only getting seven? His play time was actually going down until game seven, which maybe he just felt sorry for and giving him those garbage minutes at the end of the game when nobody else, none of the other defensive probably wanted to play. He said, oh, I don't want to play anymore, and we're getting B-fighter too. Put this old guy in. You know, he's probably towards the end of his season. But I think, you know, he's 33 years old. I still think he's got some left. What is Rod Brindamore doing? Does he not like him because he was a Detroit Red Wing? I just don't think that um, he's not that bad of a player. I think he needs minutes. As a defenseman, you you got to get you 20 to 30 minutes a game, and he's not even touching that. The most he's
1: gotten was 13 minutes in the Rangers series. He found his place in Carolina. He's he's doing well there. Um, I'd be almost surprised if they got rid of him because he brings a little bit of the grit and physicality when they need it. Um, he's playing good defensively. Only time will tell, I guess. He got
0: Reese after, you know. Reese is the one that went after Smith for something at the end of game six. So, he. He's getting under the skins of somebody maybe maybe he maybe Brendan Moore should have played him more you know but, so um that's just pretty much I uh, just want to update uh, we got we're gonna have a new uh, <clears throat> new segment going forward um, maybe not necessary uh, uh, for the rest of this season but st- maybe starting more in the uh, next season as the AHL is about ready to wrap it up, uh, we're going to have the Griffins update uh, and Ambrose update. Now, there was nothing to report on Griffins, obviously. Uh, I think they were in the I think they look like, uh, at being in the first round um, of the playoffs, AHL playoffs. Um, but the arrows just lost to Chicago, um, which is kind of ironic because the Predators – And Carolina um, both had players in their in their team uh, last season, I believe, uh, a year ago, uh, going back a year. Um, But they uh, the Admirals lost three games to one in round three, which is a best of five series. Um, They were actually down two to nothing uh, in that series, and the Admirals won won the game, and then uh, but Chicago ended up. Uh, winning game four. So the Admirals are done until the next season. So we'll probably won't have any more updates uh, until next season. But just want to touch base. Uh, we've got some new segments coming up for next season. That's pretty much all I have for this episode. A little little, little short episode. Um, but we'll be back with our regular show uh, on Friday for episode 18 So as we get into the conference final rounds, email us with any questions or comments to the PredWings podcast at gmail.com. That's PredWings podcast at gmail.com. And as always, follow us on Facebook at PredWings podcast and on Twitter at PredWings pod. We look forward to seeing you on Friday night. And thanks for tuning in to the Predwings
1: podcast. Good night, Hockey Town.
0: See ya, Smashville. about playoffs you kidding me playoffs